15 minutes with coach, then five minutes with each of our student athletes. As we have done previously, we will get to as many questions as we can. We will continue to ask for your courtesy to identify yourselves and the agency that you are with. We will knock out as many questions as we can. And coach, I believe we'll start in the first row to your left and we will hustle a microphone down his way. Coach, how are you? Good, how you doing? Doing well, Dan Tortora, wakeupcalldt.com. Looking at college football today and the fact that coaches change every <clears throat> few seasons, you've had over a decade at NC State. Just what you could say about that tenure, your belief in the program, the program's continuing to buy into you, and just what that relationship has been like in a world that we don't see that consistency a lot. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's uh, it's a blessing to be at a school this long. Really, in my life, I've never lived anywhere for this long, you know, even as a child, moving around. So to be able to say as a coach that all three of my sons didn't have to move through their childhood years and their, their schooling, um, I think that's a huge win in the parenting box, you know, from a, a stability standpoint, you know, NC State has, has definitely supported me and Sarah and the kids. Uh, I love the leadership. Chancellor Woodson has, has uh, been huge in this for me and, and now Boo Corrigan. Um, I came to NC State for the same reason that I'm still there. I think it's a great fit. You know, it's a bunch of blue collar, tough, hardworking people that enjoy good food, good music, uh, state of North Carolina, fishing, mountains, beach, lakes. I mean, you can't beat it. It's really just a tremendous place to live. And so, you know, thankful to be here and honestly hope that they let me finish here. You know, that's my goal is, is to retire here one day, the winningest coach in, in school history and, and, you know, be able to kind of go to the parking lot and tailgate myself, you know, and have some fun. Maybe not have as much stress, you know, get a little bit more vacation every now and then. But it's a, it's a fun group, too. And, and the guys that I've been able to coach and the coaches I've been able to work with, you know, make it the ride that's that's what it's about. You know, it's that journey you have. Coach, follow the aisle right up the middle and then to the right on the edge. Uh, hey, Dave, Mike Barber from the Richmond Times-Dispatch. Good to see you. Uh, you mentioned that fit and, and culture. I'm curious, Robert and I, how has he fit in? How has that relationship gone? And how has his work on the field progressed? Yeah, it's great having Coach and I. You know, I have um, several staff members that worked with Robert at other stops before I hired him that could really give me some good insight into what this relationship would be like for me with Ruffin McNeil and him going back to Texas Tech and UNLV. Um, uh, Tony Gibson, my D coordinator, and he were together at Arizona. Um, Brian Mitchell and he were together at BYU. So I had some insight, you know, into what kind of person. I coached against Coach and I four different times and knew the kind of play caller that he was and, and what his guys were like to play against. Um, and so it's been a great match. Yeah, he's very unique. Uh, for those of you that have interviewed him, you know where I'm coming from with that. He, he's definitely a different personality in a good way. He is a fun personality, but he is a tough ball coach. You know, he expects guys to do things a certain way. He's demanding. Um, and his creativity, you know, I'm not saying it's unmatched, but it's in the top 10% in college football. He, he does a lot uh, with the different things he can do in the offense for the players. Coach, left side is going to be about the seventh row. Gentlemen, please raise your hand so he can see you. Thank you. Noah T, technician. What does your defensive coordinator, Tony Gibson, do to make him a consistently quality defensive coordinator for y'all? 
You know, uh, his system is, is unique. Not a lot of people run the 335. He understands the ins and outs of it really, really well. He knows how people are going to attack him. He knows, you know, what the answers are before they happen. So if they do this, I'm going to do this. He has that for everything. He has a good progression, not just of teaching, but of when to add things in and when it's time to change things up. He's a great chemistry guy, not just with players, but with staff. Um, I like that he's tough on the guys. He demands a lot, but he's also a guy that loves on his players. Um, yeah, he's, he's really, really been a great hire for us, you know, and he's done a tremendous job, and so have the coaches that are with him. You know, it's, and I know Peyton and Aiden will speak to this, um, that chemistry of that side of the ball is, is, and not that it's not on the other, but Tony deserves a lot of credit for that. You know, when he was promoted, um, four years ago, I guess it was, to, to defense coordinator. He changed a lot of things, and those things have paid off for us. Coach, to your right on the fourth row, we've got two gentlemen side by side. They'll ask your next two questions. Kenton Gibbs with Locked On ACC. Uh, coach, they say that the team takes on the um, attitude and temperament of the head coach, and we've seen that over the years with you and this team being very tough, no, tough hard-nosed, all that good stuff. And it seems like this team is on the cusp year after year after year, right there. Yeah. What needs to change with this team or with you or in general to kind of break through that ceiling and get your first ACC championship? I'd love to see it. And uh, it's great to see you, Kent, as a former player of mine. Um, you know, we, we finished second in the league a couple times record-wise. Um, second in the league for league wins three years now combined. And, and I think it's third over the 10 years that I've been here for league wins. So we've had a lot of success. Um, how do you get over the top? You know, it's a great question. I, I say this to the team, it's one more play sometimes, uh, or one more player sometimes, or one more play call. You know, it's very little thing that takes place. Sometimes you got to have some luck too. You know, staying healthy is a big thing in college football. If you look at the team's that make it to the end, that's a factor. And so there's a lot of pieces in it, and I've been fortunate to win championships at several of the schools I've been at. Um, those things come together, you know, at the right time, and you just make some clutch key plays. Sometimes it's just a routine play at the right time. And, and once you do it one time, it's amazing. Uh, the repetition of it's not as hard as the first time doing it, in my opinion, because of the belief that goes with it. Keep your focus right there, Coach, the gentleman right next to him. Grayson Boone, Locked On Wolfpack. Coach, you bring in an experienced OC in Robert and I. You bring in a, an experienced O-line coach, Coach 2J, and you bring in an experienced quarterback to pilot this thing in Brennan. Can you speak on where you feel the ceiling is for this new-look offense in 2023? Well, I think the ceiling's being the best in the league. You know, I mean, that's our goal. We, we can't control the stats and all the things outside of the ACC, you know, we got to try to win the ACC. And our goal is always going to be to be the best statistically in the areas that we consider important, you know. And, and so I know Coach and I has his pillars on offense that he preaches to these guys that they're going to be working hard to attain. And it's no different on defense. You know, we want to finish in the top one, two, or three in every category that we care about. And there's certain tenets of the program, you know, when it comes to taking care of the football on offense and taking the ball back on defense that is paramount for us, you know. Um, the penalties, you know, it's, a, it's an area that hurt us a few years ago, not beating ourselves with things we can control. So 
there's a lot of things you look at. Um, but I don't think, you know, at this phase of the season, you can ever say this is what we're going to be. Like, you have to go earn it. You know, you got to get on the grass and go play and get in these games and see who's better. Coach, to your left, second row, almost towards the wall. Corey Smith with 24-7 Sports, hey, Pack Pride. Dave, obviously last year the dynamic was completely different. Do you feel like your teams perform better when there's not as heightened of expectations, when you are seen as the underdog going into the season? You know, I've been asked that a lot. Like, I, I think we performed really well last year considering four quarterbacks had to play. You know, I mean, there's never been a team in the history of college football win eight games with four quarterbacks. So, you know, when you sat in this meeting a year ago, we would all said eight wins was not what we were hoping for. But I know I was quoted um, last year saying this. You guys are asking me to predict 12 games with the lineup that I have for game one. And that's not reality. You know, the, the team changes a lot when you lose a quarterback, another quarterback, another quarterback. And so the fact that our complimentary football played into it, the defense was number one in the league in scoring defense. The special teams were number one in the league. Our offense did not turn the football over and kept us in games. And so that's how we won. And, and I look at last year as a huge success with the difficulties we faced. You know, would have loved to have not had those challenges and, and been in the championship game and all that. But that's not the reality of sports. You know, you have to compete with what you have to compete with. And felt like this staff did that. And we're going to do it again. And, and hopefully, you know, we will have obstacles. We will have adversity. We'll have things happen we didn't want. I just hope that they're not in the injury uh, category when we're facing them. Coach, we're going to go to the right side, six row, almost to the right, far right. Hi, Coach. Damian Sortelet with the Roanoke Times. There's plenty of game film on what Brendan Armstrong can do in Robert Anani's offense, but what has he done in terms of ingraining himself within the locker room, within the offense that you've seen through the spring and the summer and how good of a teammate he is? You know, I think it's probably a question to ask these players when they come up here. You know, from my standpoint, I like how he just came in, put his head down, and went to work. And uh, it proved himself in his competitive spirit. You know, going back to the winter runs, he put him in a competition, and he's winning every rep. You know, and you, you see how he cheers on his teammates when they win things, you know, and his excitement level for that, how hard he competed in spring ball. And you'd see him coaching guys and just the way he goes about his business, you know. Um, is where the respect for me is. Um, but as far as how he's with them, I think that's probably better for them to answer. Coach, we're going to sneak in one more young lady to the right. We're going to get to her question, please, uh, about halfway back. Hi, Coach. Ashlyn Dotson from Spectacular Magazine. So being in Raleigh, which is one of the fastest growing cities right now, does that help with the recruiting process at all and bring players that help best fit your team? You know, for some it does. You know, I think the internships uh, that are available due to the growth and the fact that it's still growing and Apple bringing all this stuff to, to the triangle, uh, it definitely helps for the guys that care about that. You know, I, and I also think it being the capital, the different things that are already there industry-wise, uh, and now that NIL is what it is, there's opportunity in that, you know, to have more corporations, more businesses for these guys to potentially be contacted by through the collective. So, you know, it, it's crazy being there now, going on 11 years and seeing the growth of our city um, every year. And, and the highways are a mess. They can't keep up with the growth and the number of new schools and 
you know, new restaurants, new this, new that. It's an awesome place to live right now. And so for the guys that get there and realize it, I don't think they know how good they have it. You know, trust me, being a coach that's lived all over the, the country, um, been in big towns, farm towns, you name it, Raleigh's got it going right now. It's an awesome place to live and work. Coach, actually, your last question from the podium, given your passion for NC State, we always like to get the sound bite. The Wolfpack have won 16 of their last 17 at Carter-Finley. Talk about the fan base. Yeah, Wolfpack Nation, we've already sold more tickets. Um, this was two weeks ago. They told me there was only 2,000 seats left for the entire season completely combined. And so the most tickets they've ever sold in school history for football, most revenue generated from that as well. Uh, last year they added these lights that turn on and off and go red and all this, which was pretty cool for the players and the fans now. We have the largest jumbotron in the league with the new sound system, which is going to add even more to the game day environment, which I know will fire our fans up. So we love the Wolfpack fan base and continue to ask them just to be in the stands for four quarters and try to make life hell on the opponents. Coach, thank you. If you'll switch places with your quarterback, Brennan, if you you'll bet. step up. Folks, we've got five minutes with Brennan. I know there are going to be a lot of questions. We'll try to get to as many as we can. Brendan, welcome back to kickoff. This is like number seven for you or yeah. something, right? Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Let's start in our uh, second row. I'm sorry, third row. No, fourth row to our right. Gentleman in the black shirt. Perfect lead in. Grayson Boone locked on Wolfpack. <clears throat> Brendan, this is your third consecutive ACC kickoff. Can you talk about the responsibility of being a leader for a football team this year with NC State? Yeah, I think it's a huge deal. Um, obviously, I'm a new face. Uh, I think Coach Doran hit it. My uh, coming into the team, I uh, just put my head down and worked hard, and now I'm just trying to start. To, I've kind of started to be a vocal leader, and uh, I kind of said this a few other times out there. I was starting to. I think I'm going to start showing a little bit more fiery side of me. I've been kind of cool, calm, and collected. I don't want to, you know, scare some guys on game day if I just get fired up out of nowhere. Because technically, that's how I play. I just want to been. I've been kind of playing it cool. So I think I'm just going to incorporate that a little bit here in the fall camp and uh, just continue to be a voice, try to instill confidence and. Uh, um, just determination on the offensive side. Follow the aisle to the right side, about the sixth row. Hey, Brandon, Joey Palermo, WQU 90.9 The Light. Uh, you and offensive coordinator Robert and I returning to Charlottesville in a couple months. Can you just speak a little bit about how much thought you've put into returning to Virginia? It's another game. Uh, I think every ACC game is going to be uh, very important, especially without the divisions now. Uh, the top two go to the ACC championship game. It's going to be a cool experience, uh, booze, cheers, whatever comes with it. I'm just there to win a game. So that's going to be my mindset going into that game. Brennan, stay right there. Just behind him, the two gentlemen will get your next two questions. Uh, hey, Brennan. Mike Barber from the Richmond Times-Dispatch. Good to see you again. Um, about that relationship with Robert and I, how has it changed from uh, when he was first coaching you to maybe where you are now as more of a veteran? Yeah, I mean, at the beginning when I was a freshman, sophomore, I used to hate him. <laughs> he knows that. Uh, he was on me all the time. Uh, it grew as we got as I got older, and now it's it's honestly a great relationship. Uh, it was weird. I said this before. It was weird going into the NC State, you know, uh, facility and then seeing Coach and I, a familiar face in a different area. So that was a little weird for me and just a new experience. But uh, um, yeah, no, it's grown. He, you know, he treats me like a grown man now. So that's kind of cool seeing how where it started and where it is net, where it's at now. Um, but no, it's same old Anai. Like I think you've obviously had interviews with him. It's same old Anai still, though. But it's yeah. Keep your focus right there. The gentleman next to him in the blue. 
Hey, Brendan Gene Wong with the Washington Post. How much do you stay in touch with your former teammates at, at Virginia? I imagine you guys have a bond for life given all you had to go through last season. Yeah, no, I stay in touch with most of them. Uh, uh, most of the older guys that are still there, I've obviously came up and played shoot three, four seasons with them. Um, so I keep in touch with them here and there. Uh, we check in on each other just to see how things are going. Most of them, you know, a lot of the quarterbacks still, and then a uh, few of the running backs, a few of the receivers. Some of the guys are gone, so they're just out of Virginia, and they're either in the NFL or doing something else. So I still keep in touch with some of those guys. Um, but, no, yeah, like you said, what, uh, what happened made us definitely become closer. Uh, yeah. To your left, first row. Dan Tortora, Wake Up Call, DT.com. You, you were talking about Coach and I. Just what he brings out of you in your game that makes you feel like this one last opportunity and this last ride could give you the best opportunity for the NFL? Just lets me be me. I don't feel confined. I don't feel like I'm locked up at all. You know, I'm just allowed to play how I want to play. Um, I think he's got a good idea of how I play, kind of my thoughts. He's got, I got a good idea of how he thinks. Um, you know, everyone talks about the running quarterback. Like, he lets me run the ball. He doesn't care. Like, he designs things for those things, too. And I think I'm at my best when I'm able to just play free and not, you know, worried about those type of things like sliding or anything like that. Obviously, there are certain, certain situations to do those things in, um, and I'm well aware of that. But um, he just allows me to play free and just lets me go out there and just play the game and have fun. Back to your right, fourth row. Kenton Gibbs with Locked On ACC. Uh, Brennan, everybody's talking about, you know, your relationship with Robert and I and all that and the things that are familiar to you. But I want to talk about what's new to you a little bit in terms of a lot of people are saying that these are the best group of weapons that you've had in your career. So can you elaborate on whether or not you agree with that assertion and how you feel in terms of uh, playing with this new set of guys? That just you the have to play with? NC State offense in general, just the guys on the offensive side? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the first thing I noticed when I came in, was just the eagerness that they're willing to just put their head down and work. You know, I felt like they, they kind of let their, let the team down a little bit last year. And then this year they're willing to just to work and, and are eager to get better. Um, and so that's what I've noticed right away. And that's all you can really ask for. Like, that's all I really ask for is just the eagerness and the, the, the work ethic, work ethic they have. And they've shown that. Um, and I'm just super excited. I think we're going to have a lot of guys step up. I think in fall camp we're going to start to really confine on what we want to do, motions and, you know, certain things that we're trying to create as an offense. And I think we're going to see a lot of guys really come, become or, you know, step into their role well and start to, you know, separate themselves. And so I'm just kind of looking forward to that and just seeing who that is. Brennan, thank you. You can swap places with Aiden. Aiden will spend about five minutes with you folks. Once again, please establish yourself in the agency that you're with. That'd be a great help. We're going to go to our right side, Aiden, fourth row, gentleman in the black shirt. Grayson Boone, locked on Wolfpack. Aiden, you played the most coverage snaps in the country without allowing a touchdown last year with 482. Can you talk about the attitude and the swagger that comes with being a lockdown corner in this league? <laughs> uh, for myself, I say I play on the left side, so when a quarterback open up, right-hand quarterback, they see me automatically. I like that a lot for myself, for my defense. With the pressure that my D-line penetrates, the quarterback got to get the ball off so fast that it's not time for a deep route. They're running slants. They're running glances. Something fast I can make a play on. Aiden, we're going to go left side, second row, gentleman with his hand in the air. Corey Smith with Pack Pride on 24-7 Sports. I wanted to ask you, Aiden, in particular, I mean, do you feel like the – 
the expectations of you have changed since last year. How much has that changed given where you were at this point last year compared to where you are going into this year? I wouldn't say the expectations have changed because the coaching staff already know what I can do, and I just hope to replicate what I did do last season. Aiden, we're going to get that microphone. Same side, third row. See you're moving that way. Hey, Aiden, um, Ethan McDowell from the Wolfpacker. I was just wondering what you've been working on this offseason. What's kind of the next step in your game that you're trying to improve? I've just been watching film on myself a lot recently, looking at my weaknesses and trying to make those my strengths, especially with eye discipline, uh, press man, and being more physical in the run game. Do you have a follow-up, Ethan? Yeah, I was just wondering um, what were those weaknesses and um, what's the kind of just what are you doing to address them? Oh, uh, kind of like I was saying, just with our discipline on the upside, we get a, I had got a lot of that towards the end of the season, start messing me up. So that, my press man, and just working more on my feet, coming out of my breaks, being more disciplined. We're going to stay on the left side right there on the front row. Get that microphone down there. Aiden, Dan Tortora, wakeupcalldt.com. Last season, 46 total tackles, four interceptions. What have you done in this offseason to elevate your game, those specific areas that you've keyed in on and you think are going to maybe increase those numbers this year? I would say just working out with our strength staff. Uh, Coach Dunner does a great job with us in the weight room and on the field, getting us in shape. So just becoming stronger in my legs, coming stronger in my upper body all around so I can have more solo tackles this year. Turn your attention to the right, fourth row. Kenton Gibbs with Locked On ACC. Last year, most people would look at the linebacking core and say that that was the strength of this team. That was the heart and soul of this team in terms of Peyton Wilson, who's up there with you now, Isaiah Moore and Drake Thomas, who are both uh, going on to the NFL at this point in time. But this year, it seems a very decided advantage for NC State in terms of um, the defensive backfield over everybody else. Can you talk about how well or how you're expecting the defensive backfield to play in this upcoming season as they're expected to lead this defense to some yeah. extent? Yeah, I expect uh, our defense to be number one in the passing defense throughout the whole league. We just have a lot of depth coming back and a lot of experience. For example, our corners, our uh, safeties, and our nickels, we all watch film together, keying on things that we need to do for the season. So just having that depth and having that experience all around can help. If a man goes down, we got the next man coming up. You go back to the left side. Our gentleman from the technician, hand in the air. See him about midway through. Noah Teague, technician. Uh, you have a very talented teammate in the defensive backfield in Shaheem Battle. Could you talk about his influence on and off the field to you? Uh, it's crazy. It's really a full circle moment because I came in 2020 and Shaheen came in 2019. So Shah was one of the first guys to hit me up, asking me to train as soon as I got on campus. So I really appreciate one of him, that guy reaching out to me. And just knowing that when a ball go up in the air, Shaheem's so consistent that I don't really have to worry about traveling size with a wide receiver because I know what he's going to do on that side. So it's just easy for our defense and our offense to have a two shutdown corners playing on both sides. Aiden, thank you. We can switch out with Peyton, and we'll spend the last five minutes of this year's kickoff media event with Peyton Wilson, linebacker from just down the road in Hillsboro. Our questions for Peyton, please. Peyton, we're going to hustle the microphone to the first row to your left. Peyton, Dan Tortora, wakeupcalldt.com. You went through things out of your control in your career at NC State, you know, suffering injuries and having to kind of bounce back from that. 
to look back on that adversity to where you are today, just what you can say about how it didn't break you, but essentially made you into the player that you are as you step into 2023? Yeah, of course. I mean, I tell people this all the time that the injuries that have happened to me, yeah, they kind of suck, but at the end of the day, they made me a better person on and off the field. Like being younger and just playing injury-free, I used to take the game for granted. I didn't really understand that that next snap could be my last. And then just mentally, I mean, just the things that it's engraved in me as a person. The, I mean, it's tough watching people do what you love to do and you can't do it for year after year. So just, I mean, that mentality that comes with that and just understanding that nothing's guaranteed in this life and you got to give your 100% every percent of the time. Peyton, to your right, fourth row. Grayson Boone locked on Wolfpack. You deciding to come back to NC State is a massive boost to what was already a very good defense last year. Can you talk about your hunger to reintroduce yourself as one of the top linebackers in this conference? Yeah, I think, I mean, the not being, not meeting our goals last season, just kind of the way it unraveled. And, you know, as a defense, you know, we had a, what everyone says is a good year, but we didn't meet our requirements. You know, we didn't win every game and we put that on ourselves because people were able to score. So just getting back to that mentality of nobody scores a point on us, the other team can't win. It doesn't really matter, you know, what happens on the offensive side of the ball because if they don't score, they can't win. And then just trying to just carry that over the years and carry that intensity, that violence that we played with last year into this year. Peyton left side, sixth row, gentleman in the blue shirt. Griffin Cunningham, Agromech. Uh, in terms of health and leadership, do you feel as though you have more to offer this year in comparison to years past? Uh, yeah, I've kind of, just with certain guys, I mean, Isaiah was that vocal leader for us in the past for the last three years. And with him being gone, you know, just kind of coming out of this shell, it's, I mean, it's not only helped me become a better leader, but just, I mean, in situations like this, public speaking and everything that I do, it's just helped me so much. And then just, I mean, learning more about myself, getting out of my comfort zone. It's something that, I mean, you can ask any of these guys up here. I was, I used to never talk. I used to never be around like all that leadership stuff. But now that I'm bought into it and I understand the meaning of it, I really take pride in it and I try to do it to the, my best of my ability. Peyton, back to your right, fourth row. Kenton Gibbs with Locked On ACC. I chatted with Coach Thunder recently and he said that this is the fastest team that NC State has fielded that he's ever seen. Can you talk about what you are seeing in terms of team speed and how you think that's going to play out on Saturdays and Thursdays and whenever else you play throughout this season? Yeah, I mean, I think in the past when you think of NC State, you just think of a team that's blue-collared and they're going to play you as hard as possible. But I mean, we still have all those standards, but this summer and the times that we were seeing and the 40s that people run in, not only 40s, but the pro agility. I mean, it's some of the craziest uh, statistics, times that I've ever seen. I mean, credit to Coach Thunder and what he's doing with us. But, I mean, yeah, we're going to be flying around. But on both sides of the ball at every position, I mean, we've got 300-pound men running four eight forties and stuff like that. So it's pretty crazy. Peyton, your last question comes from the podium. There are a lot of student athletes that when they choose to go to school, they like to get away from home. Why is it that being from Hillsboro, you decided to stay so close to home? I'm a big time mama's boy and I would never leave my mom. That is 100% why and that is why I'm here. Mom will be proud with a sound bite and on that I think we will conclude. So NC State, good luck and thank you. Folks, that's gonna wrap us up for ACC Kickoff 2023.